want you guys to come on up. Uh, if there's a spare green chair in the front, go ahead and sit on it. If there's not a spare green chair, go ahead and sit on the floor. You're going to want to come up because I'm going to give you money. And then at the end, I'm going to take your money and give you candy. Sweet, Mr. Richard. Here, uh, you'll know when to hand this out because uh, I'll tell you when. All right, all right, all right. Hey, plenty of room. Oh, what's happening? It's so good to have you. You guys can sit on the floor. It doesn't get any cuter than that. Kids, what are you looking forward to about Christmas? Okay, your parents are back there, so they're not going to carry your answer. Okay, what are you looking forward to about Christmas? Not a trick question. Need me to point to somebody? Cody, what are you looking forward to about Christmas? Thumbs down? You're not looking forward to Christmas? Sweet, take back everything you got yesterday and the day before. She'll be good. I'm good. Thank you. What are you looking forward to about Christmas? Visiting your family. Good. What else? Cody? Eating turkey with your family. Okay. What are you looking forward to? Worshiping God. You guys are making this really, really tough on me right now. Mike? Mr. Mike is looking forward to presents. Any of you guys looking forward to presents? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody had to help me out there. Whoo! All the kids have the right answers. Kids, as you can tell from the video, we're starting a four-week series called The Advent Conspiracy. Now, this is something that's, that's uh, 10 or 12 years old. Quite a few churches, as you've seen from the video, have been doing it. They've been raising money for some good things over the last decade. Uh, there's a lot of churches doing it again this year. Uh, so not just First Church, but other churches in Spokane, other churches around the country, and other churches around the world. And hopefully what we talk about in these next four weeks isn't just talked about in here, but is actually put into practice out there. So the four weeks... Just in case you want to pick which one to skip, I'm giving you a heads up, parents. Four weeks, kids, can you read with me? The first one is worship fully. Second one, spend less. Third one, give more. Fourth one, love all. Okay, Mr. Richard, go ahead and start handing out what I gave you to hand out there. All of them. Or at least, you know, big bills, small bills to each of the kids. Kids, before we jump into worship fully, Mr. Richard's giving you guys some pretend money. Who wants pretend money? Well, here's where we're going with this, Jack. In just a little bit, you guys are going to come up and you're going to give me your pretend money because I'm going to stand behind this pretend cash register and I'm going to give you a pretend gift and it's going to be a lesson that hopefully you guys remember and the adults remember even more than that. All right, Mr. Richard, just give one bill each so that, uh, I know. All right, maybe I should help you, huh? I'm giving them extras. You give, all right, give them extras. That's good, because more than likely, I'm going to ask them how much they got. All right, hey, kids, here's the deal. I want you guys to think of what you want. No, I don't think of candy. Think of what you want. I'm not going to knock it over. 
Not yet. Not yet. I'm going to ask you what you're buying with your pretend money when you guys get up here, okay? Now, this is going to be an object lesson. Adults, when they come up, I want you guys to watch what every single kid does, okay? Every single kid is going to do something while they are up here, okay? So, oh, wait, we got a couple over here. We got the quietest ones over here. Give them the big bills. Hey, did you? Oh, she got a hundred dollar bill. Look at that. Nice. Okay, me too. We got the same one. Cool. Okay, so going with an object lesson here. Adults, you are watching what every single kid does. Okay, let's go ahead and get a line right up here. Yeah, no cutting, no pushing. Okay, okay. Very good. Jack, what did you buy for Christmas today? Well, what are you up here? Hey, adults, this could actually help you, parents. So, what do you buy? How much you got? 31. 31. What can you get with 31? What do you want? Uh, new PlayStation. New, you know what? I actually happen to have a new PlayStation game right here. It's a block. Okay. No, no, no. It's a, it's a PlayStation game. Okay? It's not a block. Okay? So, you give me your money. Okay? And I give you that. Okay, go sit down. Very good. Ellie, how about you? I have six dollars. You have six dollars. What do you hope to get with six dollars? I'm asking you guys all the same question too. An iTunes gift card. An iTunes gift. That's not that. Hang on. Look at that. I have that right here. How much you got? You have six? Can I have it? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Donnie? Sixteen dollars. You gotta give more than your sister. <laughs> what do you? It's like saying, "What do you want for Christmas?" You know, what? what do you, remote control helicopter. Remote control helicopter. I got a remote control jet plane, not a helicopter. Is that gonna work? No. That's a block. <laughs> it's not a block. Wait, wait. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Hey, I think I found it. Remote control helicopter. Right. Okay. Can I have your money? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Perfect. JJ? 11. 11. What do you want for Christmas with that? A house. A house. <laughs> you want anything else? <laughs> We're going to go, you know what? I, th- I happen to have a house. It's right there. You just add water and it'll grow. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. What about you, bro? You got 11 bucks too? Please tell me you want a smaller house than JJ. <laughs> what do you want? A smaller house. A smaller house. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Sam? An Amazon gift card. Nice. Nice. wonder where he learned that from. Okay. Can I have your money? Let me see. Okay. Great. No, 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 no. Remember, we talked about pretend money for pretend gifts. Uh, you got to wait till Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. What do you got? You got a $100 bill? Why don't you just keep that and I'll put my block back? What do you want? 
A Target gift card. Nice. Very good. Let me see. What do you got? Okay. Good trade. Nice. A Target gift card. Wow, John and Heidi, that one's going to be easy to shop for. What do you want? You want a hug? Yeah, I can give you that for free. Here, I'll trade you though. Okay? You give me that, and I'll give you this. Oh, perfect. Thank you. We'll bring it back later. Okay? Nice. What do you want for Christmas, little girl? What's that? A pony. A fifteen dollar pony. That's not bad. A fusion version of Dracula or Monster High. A fusion version of Dracula or Monster Washington. <laughs> a monster Kyle. Heidel. Oh, a doll. Why didn't I think of that? She's got long hair. It's like the classic toy. I have it right here. It looks just like it, right? Perfect. Tony, good trade. I want a block. You want a... She wants a block. (laughs) I give you two. What do you want for Christmas? You want a block too? I love it. I love it. I've got two blocks for you. What do you got right there? You got a $100 bill. It's expensive blocks. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Okay. You want a new car? A pink car? I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, look at it. Here, check it out. That one looks fast. Thank you. Just add water. Turns into a pink car. Brennan? A PlayStation 4. A PlayStation? Do they have PlayStation 4s already? Wow. I'm just getting used to PlayStation 1. Okay, look, here's a couple of nunchucks for the PlayStation, right? Oh, that's for the Wii. Here's a remote. Okay, perfect. Thank you. You want a refund? Perfect. We're going to get refunds in just a little bit because, hey, after we're done, guys, I'm going to take trade-ins and returns for your blocks, but you have to hold on to them until we're done. Okay? All right. So, parents, adults, how observatory, how observ- what did you observe? What did every single kid do? Watering You're not an adult. Okay, they gave all their money, correct. Okay, what else did they do? Say again? Got gypped? I don't know, the one that, got, the one that wanted a block? Both of them. Okay, pick gifts that interested them. Okay, good. They wanted things. Okay. Now, I'm going to have to make you think back a little bit, Dorothy. Good, they use their imagination. Fantastic. Think back to their body language. What did every single one of them do? Oh, sorry, say again. They didn't get what they wanted. Okay. Body language. Anybody catch what every single one of them did? They waited in line, they smiled. It was really tough to see because I was right here, but every single one of them at some point, well, do that again. 
Okay? Put their hand out, and every single one of them looked down at their money. Okay? Did you guys catch that? Every single one of you look down at your money and put your hands out. Okay? So do that with me. Do that with me. Put your hand, hands down. Hands out. Okay? Hey, in the Old Testament, which is the first two-thirds of the Bible, there's a lot of talk about worship, which fits our theme for today, worship fully. Now, the Hebrew word for worship is shakah. Can you say that? (laughs) He said it quick, and they're like, shakah. Shakah. Okay? Now, you guys got to listen, because I'm going to ask for three of you to act this out. Okay? I'm going to ask for three of you to act it out. Shakah can be defined as to bow down, to bow in worship, to, to lay down in homage, to lay prostrate, or to worship. That's shakah. Now here's a couple of the places in the Old Testament where that word is used, okay? 2 Chronicles 20, verse 18. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low. That's shakah. With his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same thing worshiping the Lord. In Psalm chapter 5, it says this, Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship. I will shakah at your temple with deepest awe. What do you guys see down there? They are already playing with their blocks. Great. Psalm chapter 95, verse 6 and 7. Come, let us worship, and somebody out there knows it. Bow down. That's the word shakah, or a variation of that word. So I want to know what that word looks like. I need three of you to act out that word bow down. Okay? Ellie? Ezri? Ziva? Sorry. Ezri? Ziva? (laughs) One more. Give me a boy. JJ, you want to come act it out? Okay? No? Brennan, can you act it out? Okay, two of you. The two that I called. Ellie and Ziva. 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 Right up here where everybody can see you, okay? Right up on the stage. Remember, the definition of the word shakah is to bow, to lay down, to, to worship. So go ahead and act it out. What does that look like? Good. Okay. Okay, yeah, good. Very good. That's good. That's good. And our two young ladies up here are acting it out also. That is perfect. Give, uh, give these ladies a round of applause. Now, physically, what else could be viewed as worship? Anybody out there can do this too. Good. You did right there, raising your hands up. That's good. Good. Anything else? Could this... Be viewed as worship. Hands out, eyes down. Yeah? Anybody? I got, I, okay, good. Now, does that look similar at all to this? A little bit. A little bit. Who does the Bible say that we should worship alone? Kids, if you've gone to Awana, you know this. God. Very good. Exodus chapter 20, verse 2 through 5. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt. You must not have any other gods before me. 
You must not bow down to them or worship them. So we should worship God alone, right? Okay, hear me on this. I am not saying... I am not saying that every single time we hand money to somebody behind a cash register that we are worshiping. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying... How can you, how can you be frustrated? Because they're so cute. What I am saying is that there is the risk of that. There is the risk, especially during this Christmas season, that we're going to get so busy handing money over to the person behind a cash register that it will become worship. Now, it could also become worship if we see Marshawn Lynch on the Seahawks do a good play, right? And then we see people go like this, just, oh man, Marshawn, that was awesome. Right? I did really go there. Okay? Now... It could also be worship when we bite into that turkey or that stuffing. Oh. Could also be worship when, let's say, a pope or a president walks by and we keep our eyes down. Right? Or for those who are, uh, who wake up in the morning to their coffee. Oh. Any of those actions could look like worship. So my question this morning is, who are we going to worship fully this Advent season? Well, I hope so. I hope so. Kids, I'm going to read you two passages from the New Testament. Okay? I'm going to read you two passages, and I want you to tell me, is worship attempting to take place? The first passage is in Acts chapter 10, where Peter, who's a good Jew goes to Cornelius' house, who's a good Gentile. So you tell me, is worship attempting to take place? Acts chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. They arrived in Caesarea the following day. Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered his home, Cornelius fell at his feet. Does that sound like worship? Somebody said that. Yeah, okay, good. Now, do you think Peter wants Cornelius to worship him? No. Peter realizes that only God should be worshipped. So this says, as Peter entered his house, Cornelius fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter pulled him up and said, stand up. I'm a human being just like you. Now, another passage. Revelation chapter 19, this is when John was seeing visions of heaven. Listen to what it says there. And the angel said to me, write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. And he added, these are true words that come from God. Then I fell down at his feet. Is worship trying to be taking place? How come? He fell down at his feet, right? But the angel didn't want him worshiping him. So he says this, don't worship me. I am a servant of God just like you and your brothers and sisters who testify about their faith. Worship only God. For the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus Christ. Worship only God. Now whether we're on our knees whether we're flat on our faces, like you guys demonstrated up here, or whether we are like this, the goal this holiday season is to worship fully. So who will our worship be focused on? God. All right, I want everybody to hear this. I am not 
My, my goal is not to put shame in us when we go and we buy a Christmas present. I don't want you to feel bad if we go and get something for our kids, our, our, our spouse, our parents, our grandparents, our co-workers. That is, gift giving is not a bad thing. But it's when we only think about those gifts, when it drives everything we do in these next four weeks. So my goal this morning is to simply point us back to who we're going to worship and how we're going to worship fully. You say worship fully. Say it with me. Worship fully. The Bible's clear we're supposed to love God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. That's all of us. That's every bit of us. So how do we do this? Well, you guys came up with an answer quicker than I did. I thought about it all week. How do we worship fully, Esri? We follow what he wants us to do. Good. If we can do that, we're worshiping fully. It really is as simple as that. How else, Ziva? We don't worship anybody else but God. Right. Okay. How else do we worship fully? We pray. Okay. That's a good way to do it. How else? We read the Bible. Good. Good. So I wish, kids, I wish there was an easy button. I wish there was something I could give to every single one of us and say, here is the way we're going to worship fully this holiday season. Truth of the matter is, we each worship differently. Some of us worship similar, but we each worship differently. In my family of four, we worship four different ways. I like to, I like to open the Bible. I like to have a journal. I like to, I like to have time in quiet. I can worship fully that way. My wife likes to turn on the radio and sing songs to God. One of my sons likes to make cards that have, that have thoughtful phrases in them, and that's worship. Another one of my sons likes to spend intentional time with people. That is an act of worship. So just in my family of four, we all worship differently, so I don't think I could give the church, here's an easy way that all of us could worship different, or could worship like perfectly and worship fully. But the goal this morning is for us to essentially be refocused on what we're going to be worshiping this Christmas season. So what I'm going to give you is one idea I came up with for me, just me, that I'm going to challenge myself to, and hopefully maybe it spurs you guys on to thinking of ways you can bring your heart and mind back to Jesus. I am going to challenge myself to pray a certain prayer three times a day. Now you may be thinking, well, of course you're going to pray. You get paid to pray. You're the pastor. Three times a day is no big deal for you. Well, not really that easy. Okay, but simple question here. JJ, do I eat? Yes. Carly, how many times a day do I eat typically? Three. Three. Good answer. Good answer. So I'm challenging myself anytime I sit down to a meal to pray a specific prayer that's going to draw my heart and my soul back to worshiping God fully. It's a prayer that I've shared with some of you before, a prayer I'm going to just have right up here. So for, bre- at breakfast, I'll say, good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I worship you as creator and sustainer of the universe. Lord Jesus, I worship you as Savior and Redeemer of the world. Holy Spirit, I worship you as sanctifier of the people of God. Help me today, Lord God, worship you fully. Now, after I say that, I'll maybe, God, thank you for breakfast. Lord, help church go well today. Help us to hear what you have to say. Uh, Keep people safe as they drive, and and may we make you proud today. 
And then at the end, I'll say, glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, if I can do that three times a day, I think that for me, between now and Christmas, my heart will be able to be focused back on worshiping God fully. It's easy for me to get distracted in this Christmas season. So I'm hoping that helps me. My encouragement for all of you kids and all of you guys out there is to figure out one way that you'll be able to remind yourself that this season you want to worship fully. And if you can, then the rest of these are just going to fall in line. So I want to pray, and then we're going to sing one more song. While we sing, kids, we're going to go super quiet. I'm going to take exchanges and returns for candy. Okay, let's pray. Lord God, thank you so much for what you are teaching us today. Thank you for a simple beginning to an Advent season and a reminder, Lord, that we are to worship you fully. Thank you for the reminder that it can be a distraction, the holiday season, if we get caught up in, in everything we could do, from shopping to going places to visiting people. Thank you, Lord, that you want us to remember that this season really is about you. And as we do that each day, we will be able to worship you more fully. Help that to be the case this Advent season. God, may we conspire in our own hearts to worship fully. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.